Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Get Wit It podcast. I um, have been slacking, so we are a week behind. I should have released last week, and... Um, Darren has such a big social life, we didn't get to it. How about that, Darren? Does that work? (laughs) So we are now back on Cadence, and we will release with Izzy here that we're going to learn all about on Monday, um, September 9th. Oh, my God. I didn't bring booze tonight. I maybe (laughs) should have. (laughs) On the struggle bus. All right. So today we have Izzy Elowin. Did I say that right? You said that right. Look at that. Yes. And uh, I always, it's the last names that get me. So um, who's with Script Drop, who we were just chatting before we started recording that Amanda had this baby girl and nobody's seen pictures, which Amanda, that's bullshit. We don't know. This baby could look like Brandon, right? Or it could look like Amanda. We Nobody knows. Yeah. Nick knows. Apparently he saw a Snapchat, but it disappeared, so there's no proof. Oh. Do you believe Nick, too? I do. Okay. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll believe Nick. So, Amanda, get on it. We need some, some photos, right? We do need baby pictures. Yeah, we do. You know what? I think I'll text her after this and bug her. I'm sure she's not sleeping or taking <laughs> care of a small child. So, okay. So, Izzy is with Script Drop, and she's going to tell us all about what she does at Script Drop. I'm a software developer. I just want to let you know, too, that I say drop script all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, when I was interviewing Amanda, I was like... I want to call it drought script for some reason. And she's like, okay, well, we'll rebrand for you. <laughs> so if I say drop script, just give me the, what? Look, Cause that's what <laughs> that's she That's not did. a thing. Not exactly. <laughs> not a thing. So, all right. So you're a developer. I am. But you're not just a developer. No, I also run a meetup that we host out of the script drop offices. It's called Columbus Tech EI. It stands for emotional intelligence. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Okay. So we're going to give all this information to you for people listening because they might not uh, be watching us. So, um, okay. So Script Drop, you're a developer. What part of it do you do? Um, I'm actually, I was just promoted a week ago. Oh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I'm now uh, the, a... <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I'm the team lead of the ops development team. Oh, okay. So we do most of the work on the internal application that our customer support team uses. Okay, team lead. Wow. That means everybody's coming to you. It does. That, oh. I'm okay with that. Are you? I am. Ugh, it can be rough. It can be. <laughs> you got people like me coming to you. Yeah. The yeah. non-technical. Yes, but I think we all have a really good relationship, so it, it's fine. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Okay, so... um. Not that your team is listening. Do you like your team? I do like my team. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You could be honest. Yeah. Oh, I would be. I would absolutely tell you if I didn't like my team. I love my team. Okay. So you're a developer and how did you get into EI? Um, So I actually graduated from Ohio State six years ago. It was a while ago with a degree in human ecology. Ooh, what? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Um. We're going to need a definition of yeah. what that actually entails. Oh, it's about like human systems and how they interact together within each other. It's weird. It's kind of a cross section of like psychology, sociology, and education. It, it's very strange. You see a lot of people go through human ecology at OSU that are going to get into like teaching. Oh, because they want to figure people out? Yeah. Oh. A lot of um, understanding how minds and bodies develop 
and like social systems, especially when you're teaching younger children and understanding like socializing them, oh, things like that. So I was kind of like a human ecology nerd who got into tech and noticed that there were some issues <laughs> when it comes to emotional intelligence in the tech field. Oh, you don't say mm. like the introverts of our developer friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's interesting. How were you on that path to go to IT? No. Um, I was going to do teaching. I went to a daycare center and I worked there for like six months. And went, mm, no, no. <laughs> Holy shit. Daycare? Yeah, daycare. Like how old? Um, I had toddlers. So no. between two Mm-mm. and three. Yeah, nope. it was rough. It was rough. I liked the kids a lot. It was actually the parents that were. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, the parents and the administration. There was a lot of like politics that I just didn't want to deal with. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and a lot of like helicopter parents it's a real problem it is a real problem. and snowplow parents that's a, a newer thing what's the snowplow parent I'd snowplow parents know. come in and clear all the obstacles away for their children oh darren we learned something <laughs> new today i had no idea huh yeah. really so i did that it was like no this is not for me snowplow i like that snowplow yeah. parent yeah right hashtag snowplow parent <laughs> um so from there i didn't know what I wanted to do. I actually, I wrote a piece about this for the script drop blog. Um, I had basically been like on an arts and like creative tract most of my life. Um, thinking I was going to do like education or art or music. And I kind of stumbled into tech by accident. Um, oh, okay. We want to hear about the accident. Yeah. Um, so I had been working at first at Barnes and Noble. Then I went to a library <laughs> And then I went to a warehouse. librarian? I wanted to be a librarian until I realized it's not really a thing anymore. It's not. It's not. It's not a thing. It's not. Because you have computers. Yeah. So. Um, So I got a job as a warehouse administrator. um, And their machines were still running like DOS. (laughs) A warehouse distributor where? Here in town? Yeah. Here in Columbus. Oh, don't, don't. I'm not going to name drop. I'm not going to do Don't name drop because you just told them they were using shitty. Yeah. <laughs> system. I spent most of my time either troubleshooting that or the zebra printer. And then I ended up writing um, with my roommate at the time, a custom like Java program to basically go through the ship schedule and do all of the work for me. Was your. My roommate was roommate in computer science. Was computer science. Yeah. Okay. So All I right. sat down with him and kind of like. Because I was going to say, damn girl, you just went out there and wrote a JavaScript. I wasn't. For you. Yeah, I wasn't that good. Oh. Um, but that got me promoted to the front office. And from there I went, um, this is awful. I didn't like the company. It was really unhealthy. <laughs> a lot of yelling like day to day. Oh. Hostile um, work environment. Yes. That's what they call. That's the PC way of yes. calling it. It was a hostile work environment. So I applied at Cover My Meds. I had been hearing a lot of great things. Cover um, My Meds. I'm telling you what. Yeah. I got in there as um, a support member. So I was taking phone calls, making outbound calls to pharmacies, helping them when they needed help. Um, and I started troubleshooting phone issues. And they were like, hey, do you want to work on our help desk? It's like, sure. That sounds great. Just moving on up. Yeah. So from there, I went to uh, a database team. So I was working with databases doing like ETL development. And then I decided I wanted to know more about programming, so I went to a boot camp. What boot camp? I went to We Can Code It. We Can Code It. Yeah. Mel. Yes, Mel. And then Lacey. We love Mel. Yeah. I never met Lacey. I love but, Lacey. But um, I've heard only wonderful things about They're her. They're all wonderful. So were you there when Angie Lopez was there? And Brian? I don't think so. Okay, Brian was an instructor there. No, I had Alan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I did the flex time, so I was doing, um, I was still working full time, and I would do the boot camp every other weekend, so it was That's a, a lot. It was a lot, yeah. It was a lot, but it was fun. And clearly you passed, graduated? Yes. Okay. Okay, so you did the boot camp. Mm-hmm. We are now a full-fledged developer. Yes, I have a certificate and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it framed? No. <laughs> I'm too lazy to get it framed. <laughs> Do you know what? I have the, um, so my, I graduated from Michigan state and it's like the first thing I did was frame that because I was like, do you know how much money and time and tears and pain this thing costs in the long run? So yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I should probably get it framed then. You should. I did have to deal with JavaScript, so. Yeah. And then, you know, and then when people go to look at it, it'd be like, don't touch that. It's like, <laughs> don't touch that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we get the certificate, which now we're going to go get framed. Yes. And you're still working at Cover My Meds. Uh, yes. I actually, I left Cover My Meds a week after I graduated. To go to Script Drop. No. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> There was no plan. <laughs> oh, you just were like, you just just went out. Yeah, I did. You're like, peace out? Yeah. Did you miss like, I mean, cover my meds. You were getting lunch and you got to play Pac-Man during lunch. I didn't. Um, I had been oh. like basically on call for that whole six months that I was in the boot camp too. So I was like real done. Well, you were real done. Yeah. Um our th- we were kind of like in a transition period with the team I was on. And so we were really struggling and I was just ready to move on to something else. Okay. So graduate, a little champagne, cigar. Played a lot of Subnautica. Okay. So you kind of took a break. I did. And then? And then I started applying for like real development jobs, <laughs> which was <laughs> real. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of people who graduated who get really weird titles, like, um, oh, there was one I saw recently. It was some sort of, um, I don't know, it was like an analyst or an associate of something. It, it didn't have software development anywhere in the title. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, they like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I applied at, like, Root. Um, I applied at Script Drop, obviously. I knew Amanda from Cover My Meds. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had crossed paths with Nick. I think he'd left before. He was, an, he was a cover my meds guy. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted to work with them. Um, so I sent them an, an email at the time. They just had a, like an engineering position on their site. And of course, out of a boot camp, you're like, that's not me. I'm a baby software developer. <laughs> I don't get the big boy jobs. Um, but you're like, give me that big boy job. I was like, hey, maybe think about it. Cause I can, I can figure it out. Right. Um, and it just happened that they were thinking about starting up a, like a juniors program. So I was kind of like their proto junior. I went through the, um, the hiring process that they put all the devs through, which was rough, but in the best way, um, I was given a code test that basically I had to build an Elixir app and I think I had like four days to do it. I didn't know Elixir. So I had like two days to crash course the language and then two days to get the app done. Oh my God. But I learned a lot, which made me really happy. I love to learn. So I was excited. And then when I went in for my in-person interview, I paired with some members of their team and they kind of walked me through a couple things that I hadn't finished. So by the time I left that interview, I had finished the testing that I'd struggled with. I had a couple tests that were failing. And then I had like a couple wish list things that I really wanted to get to in the app and just hadn't. And I had all of that done by the time I left. So I like learned a lot in the interview process and was like really excited about that. So I was like, even if I don't get this job, I learned things in the interview process and that makes me really happy. Oh, that's good. Because normally in an interview process that you don't it's learn anything, it is very stressful. Yeah. It's probably the worst thing we do as a society. Is I agree. Interviews. Yeah. Dev interviews are brutal too. Like Ugh. I've, I definitely got whiteboarded a couple times and like my anxiety just spiked. And at one point I was trying to draw like a left join and I started doing a right join instead. Like I forgot my left or my right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, it's, they're intimidating. They are. They're intimidating. Yeah. The crash course in the language was rough, but every other aspect of the interview process for script job, I really liked. It really kind of enforced for me that I really wanted to be there. So they use Elixir. Yes. So, um, I hear like, um, the Google language is hot too. Angular. Is that the Angular? Yeah. I think that Angular JS is the Google JavaScript that they've been using. Yeah. I know the push right now has been React. React? Yes. Uh-uh. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. I, f- I feel like every time I turn around, there's a new JavaScript there framework. Is. There is. Yeah. It's all the same. They just, a- just hello world a little differently. Yeah. I'm not a JavaScript person. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a coder. 
No, I so. I touched Elixir and I was like, I'm never going back to Java. Like, this is my this is my thing. I love this. So, so they hired you. So let's go back. Let's use let's your emotional intelligence. Yes. So you see, we'll call it a big girl job. Okay. We'll call it a sorry, Darren. Big girl job. <laughs> big girl job. Script drop. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. They probably had like bullet points of like what you needed, right? Like vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Okay. So that happens a lot in job interview or job descriptions. Mm-hmm. First of all, job descriptions don't really tell you what you're doing, right? And then they leave off important things like this is a technical role or this is a non-technical role. Mm-hmm. That one's always missed on a job description. But they normally have like bullet points like four years of a degree, blah, 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 15 years of experience, blah, 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 right? So if you're looking at this job description and you just graduated, are you, what are your thoughts here? I honestly would not have applied. See, see, most women won't either. There's a, there was a great talk at, uh, Star Trek, not this past year, but the year before about um I would hire I think it was called I would hire more women if they applied. Correct. And they mentioned that and that's definitely something I had experienced and it's something that I talked to Amanda and Nick about after I started just having like an engineering manager or engineering like position on the website and not something that specifies like a junior role. You won't get a lot of people, a lot of women or minorities in tech applying right. for that position because they don't feel qualified. Correct. So we have this conversation all the time about how men will look at a job description and be like, oh, yeah, I got three out of ten. I'm good. That's good enough. I'm <laughs> I'm qualified. But women won't qualify unless they have all ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm the same way. Because you're like, oh, what if they asked me about that? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I've been asked, like, do you know this? And I'm like a certain technology I great one Bitbucket. Oh yeah. Hey, so do you ever use Bitbucket? I was totally honest. I was like, no. I don't think I've ever met anyone who actually used Bitbucket. I didn't get the job, but that's all right. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing. But true to the fact that I was honest. Yeah. And I was like, no, but I'm sure I could learn it. But yeah. So does this fall into that? I think it does. Yeah. Um, it's something that... Did you see that transition? Did you just see that transition? <laughs> I did such a good job for being out of... Pl- <laughs> Darren and I haven't seen each other in like a month. More than that, right? Don't know. Two months? I'm a little out of sync. It's summer yeah. is over with. School started. We had that long weekend. We had the long weekend. I have two kids and God, it's... Ugh. One, I have, I have a 13-year-old daughter. Got to talk her off the ledge, like, every day. My 8-year-old son, who, I don't even know if he got off the bus today, to be honest with you. I'm hoping he's home. I mean, that's my life, like, figuring that out, so. That's a lot. It is. It's, it's fun, though. Although, Darren did just hear the phone call from my daughter, and he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad I don't have to deal with your life. <laughs> Because she was hysterical, crying, all about volleyball. So she came home from volleyball practice, and she wasn't having a, I don't know, something I didn't get the whole detail. Did you, dear? I didn't. All I understood was so-and-so is now playing around. I messed up. I don't know what I did. And then there were some tears and something about my serves. Girl. Yeah. That was me with theater. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. My God. So then here we are with our emotional intelligence. Okay. So tell me why do you think women are more this than men? Um, I think it's something that is encouraged in women and discouraged in men. Specifically, when you look at um, some of the common phrases you see in interactions with men when they're being emotional or showing emotion, they tell them to man up. Man up. Yeah. Which is code for like, don't have feelings. Oh, I say that to my eight-year-old. <laughs> Man up. All right. So I should stop. Probably, yeah. Okay. I'm giving him emotional intelligence. Bad vibes. Not necessarily bad vibes, but... 
I think there are better tools that we could teach each other so that we are a little more cognizant of how we're using our emotions and actually using them. Okay, so I'm really interested on how you got this, saw this in IT. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of personal experiences um, in the jobs that I had in tech before being a software developer around um, really bad interactions with some of the men I worked with. Oh, my God. Um, this is a fantastic topic. All right. Yeah. Proceed on. I'd <laughs> love to hear it. Um, there were a few things. I, I worked with one other woman while I was in, like, early IT phase of my career. And she was incredibly smart. Just could pick anything up. I shouldn't say was. She's still around, and she does her thing. She's, she's, she's awesome. She's not six feet under. Right. Okay. Um. But she was just killing it every day, coming in, getting all this stuff done, great ideas, and was constantly being gaslit by her manager, um, making her feel like the work she was doing wasn't good enough or that she was crazy for being upset about how something was implemented, um, just making her feel terrible about herself constantly. Um, so that was really rough to watch. Was this a man? Yes, it was a man. It was totally a man. Of course it was. Oh, my um, but she ended up leaving that job and I was like the lone woman on the team. Oh God. Um, and we were desperately in need of more help. I think at that point it was like a three people in our IT to 700 people in the company ratio. Not a great women. No, like just, just people IT? to help with IT. Yeah. Oh, so three God. people, which is not enough. Three people in a company of 700. Yeah. Did they use computers? Yes, they did. Oh, wow. I wonder how that worked out for them. It was, it was nuts. Wow. Um, but when we were hiring, I would see a lot of um, like microaggressions from the men we were interviewing. Things like not making eye contact with me or sometimes we would have another woman in the room and like they would talk directly to the other men but they would not make eye contact if we asked questions. Were they looking at other parts of your body? No, they were looking away. Like, they wouldn't even acknowledge. Oh, they wouldn't even acknowledge you in the room. Yeah. Normally you get the boobs. They stare at the boobs. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I, I like, try to hide. Yeah, normally they stare at the boobs. Yeah. Um, and we eventually had somebody who got far enough in the process that they were at, like, the technical interview. Um, and they needed to ask a question. And when I went to help them... They basically told me, no, it's a technical question. I'm like, oh, cool. So you think I don't know how to do my job? Great. <laughs> this is wonderful. And you were um, out of the boot camp at this point? Or this no? is before the boot camp. The, before. Okay. Yeah. But they ended up hiring that person. And it it wasn't even that they were a bad person. There's a lot of um, subconscious bias that men carry around with them that have worked in tech about what women are capable of. Um, so I saw a lot of assuming that because I didn't have a CS degree, because I had come in in an unconventional way, that I didn't know what DNS was, and I didn't know how to set up a laptop. It was just assumptions based on the fact that I was oh. a woman. Really? Yeah. And um, there was also, and I experienced this on both of the teams that I was on before being a software developer, we'd have two guys on the team that just were not getting along. And instead of talking to each other about why they were frustrated with each other, they would just avoid each other and have random outbursts in meetings where they would like say something not nice to the other person. That's effective. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. Like there was one point where I had to pull them both into a room and make them talk to each other before it finally got better. And I was just like, why is this so hard for them? Why is this so hard? Okay, so, um, wow. I, mm, I'm pretty hot on this topic. Like, I'm pretty, it, like, it, for me, you're right. I, I think that women are just kind of like the, meh, you're in the room. Okay, I'll act like you're here. So, yeah, I get that feeling a lot. Because, I mean, I'm... Let's see, I'm the scrum master on a team of uh, 10 right now, and they're all men except one one young lady who's a developer. She's a tester developer. QA? Yeah. She, she might do both, though, now that I'm thinking about it. So, yeah. All dudes. Yeah. 
And it, I think a lot of, I know something that I did, and I think this was brought up in that talk at Star Trek about women and technology is I will, when I'm looking at someplace I want to work, I'll try to find pictures of like the engineering team and figure out like, Oh, you do some creeping. I do. I do some creeping because you want to kind of get a feel for, is this going to be a good fit for me? Right. And when you see it's a bunch of bros. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't feel like this is a good fit. Right. You worry about not belonging. Um, and I, I love my job. I love what I do. I love my team. But they were definitely, I was the first female developer at Script Drop. And I had these like moments of like weird cognitive dissonance where I would be in a meeting and I'm like, I'm the only girl in this room and it's super weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of surreal, right? Yeah. Like you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. So, so we'll just say men, um, need lots of help. Yeah, there are like (laughs) women too, women too, for sure. No, I'm just kidding, Darren. Um, And so you have this meetup. Yes. So So when is the meetup? The meetup is the last Thursday of every month. Okay, this is when you start plugging your shit. Yes, it's the last Thursday of every month. Last Um, Thursday of every month. So this month. The 26th, I believe. The 26th. Of September, yes. Okay. Um, November and December, it's the next to last Thursday because holidays. Holidays. Um, but we started with discussions on imposter syndrome and inclusion. We're at the first two talks at the very first Tech EI meetup in May. Okay. Oh, um, so you've been around since May? Yes. Okay. Imposter syndrome. So those are, are two big ones. Imposter syndrome, I think, is something that I heard mentioned in every conversation we had with boot camp students after I started. We were talking with Tech Elevator. We were talking with We Can Code It. And it was this thing that constantly came up. Well, don't you think you had it too? Oh, yeah. I think all of us do. I do. Yeah, I think everyone I in do. tech, even people who have like the biggest egos, somewhere under there, they feel like a fraud. Right, exactly. Um, and I kept noticing they would ask our developers that came to talk to them, like, what do you do about imposter syndrome? And I kept hearing a lot of, oh, you just deal with it. You just get over it. And I'm like, there has to be some something we can do, like tools we can use because yes we have it but how can we effectively cope with it right um so i invited in chase mccants who is the um head of talent at beam i had worked with him at cover my meds and he wrote a great article about imposter syndrome for go get the world amanda's group Mm mm-hmm um, and he gave kind of an off the cuff. Amanda Way, who has provided no baby pictures. Yes. Okay, back again. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you, Amanda. Um, but he came in and gave kind of an off the cuff talk about imposter syndrome and his way of kind of coping with it and things he's um, told other people ways to kind of like guide you through it. And he came up with this idea of having like a, a North Star. So somebody in your life that you trust to give you like really honest feedback so that when you're floundering, you feel comfortable going to them and saying, hey, I feel like I'm not doing this well enough or I feel like I'm not good at this. You know, what what do you think? Do you think I suck? Is there something I can do better? You know, did you think I didn't handle this meeting well? So do you have somebody like that in Um, your life? Yeah, my roommate. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I have, I do. Dan Greenleaf, who is just in here, just pulled me off of the ledge with a bunch of get with it stuff. So yeah. Yeah. You got to have somebody. You do. I totally think everybody should have somebody. Yeah. That you are like, I suck. And they go, no, you don't. Yeah. This is what you can do better. (laughs) Chase definitely like had to talk me off a ledge when I was applying for developer jobs. Cause I got to a point after like so many whiteboarding interviews where I'm just like, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do it. I'm just going to apply to be a project manager. And he just was like, no, I'm not even acknowledging that you said that. Just (laughs) Oh, you you said the dreaded words, project manager. Yeah. Yeah. As a developer. As a developer. (laughs) I think I would have probably lost my mind. (laughs) Oh, I hope you don't get stoned tomorrow at work. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, no, I love our project manager. I just mean, like, for me, I'd be like, I see all the things that we could be doing. Why are you not doing the thing? (laughs) Oh, all right. So imposter syndrome, you have ego traps. What's an ego trap? We actually have a talk coming up on that in October, I believe. Um, So ego traps, meaning 
people who fall into these traps of like being super egotistical. So you see some pretty crazy egos in tech. Yeah. And underneath it, yes, there's probably some imposter syndrome, but that ego can really damage not just the team that person's working on, but their career because it can tank their reputation. Mm -hmm. Like I've worked with some people that so smart, but they cannot have a productive conversation about like implementation. They just want to fight with somebody and tell them that they're right and that they're an idiot if they don't agree with them. And it really just kind of everyone who saw that now, if they were on like in another company and they were talking about hiring that person, they'd be like, no, no way. No way. Yeah. Okay. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that one's pretty self-explanatory. We, I, do we have a talk on anxiety already? I don't think we have. Um, I mean, that's something that I think all of us struggle with. Oh, every single person. Oh, and we, if they say Deb, they don't, they Deb don't. Deb Bitson did. She gave a talk. Oh, I love Deb. I love Deb too. I worked with her at Cover My Meds and she's the best. Heart um, Deb. Yes. She gave a talk on anxiety and trauma and how that impacts how you um, relate to other people you work with, which was a great talk. Um, I think she's given it a few other places. She's been workshopping. Um, it's great. Do you know Cassandra Ferris? I do. She actually just gave a talk, she not did. this past one, but the one before on um, vulnerability. Yeah. And, uh, being outside, we had her on the show here, Darren, remember, um, about being out, uh, outside, right. Um, being outside your comfort zone or something of that nature. I just saw it again on LinkedIn. Yeah. The one she gave for us. Uh, a month and a half ago was on vulnerability. Yeah. So just being able to be vulnerable and making it safe for other people to be vulnerable with you. Um, and she shared some of her own stories. She's really into emotional intelligence. Yes. Yeah. She reached out to me on LinkedIn. I met her for coffee. I was late because I can't manage my personal schedule. Um, <laughs> I felt so bad, but she has been great about like, like giving me names of ideas for people to give talks on certain topics. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Has she come? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she gave a talk. This seems like right up her alley. Yeah, she gave a talk with uh, Kendra Reynolds on the same night. So she did vulnerability. Kendra Reynolds is from We Can Code It. She's the recruiter for them. She's great. Um, she does cosplay I know for her. Like, superheroes. and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's wonderful. But she gave a talk on um, like finding your strengths and embracing your weaknesses, which is really great. Did you go to the boot camp in Cleveland or one here in Columbus? The one here in Columbus. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they're out of Cleveland. They are. Yeah. So I've been to their their joint up there in Cleveland. Yeah. Actually, I met Mel for the first time. She came down to the script drop offices. So it was after I'd already graduated. Oh, really? And I finally got to meet her. And I'm like, yay. You sent me a letter when I, when I got accepted. When I <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you personally wrote it to me, too. <laughs> I like to pretend. <laughs> yeah, Mel's great. So, um. Okay. So self self perception. Yeah. That's another big one. Um we actually have a talk coming up on that. I think the same night as ego traps. And I think they kind of go hand in hand because being able to see how you are behaving and having like an objective view of it is a very big part of not being an asshole at work. Exactly. I was just going to say that. So do you do like multiple talks in one night at so your meetup? I'm trying to vary it a little bit. So we've had a few where we've had two talks. They're kind of like lightning talks. And something that we have done at this meetup to try to be a little more engaging, um, because these aren't concrete concepts, is after the lightning talks, the speaker will have beforehand given me questions, like discussion questions. And we'll have people who have come break out into small groups and discuss the discussion questions together. So not only are they hearing about other people's experiences in the community, but they're also meeting people and making connections in the community. It's a little networking too. Yeah. Okay. That's good. How many people you got coming? Um, so it varies between, I think our first one, we had about 38. Um, we've gotten up to 50 is the highest we've gotten so far. Where do you house them? Uh, script drop. The script drop offices. God loves script drop. Yeah. They have that nice new facility that you can. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we can fit all the people in there. It got kind of loud at the last one, but uh, it's not a bad thing. So what time do they start? Uh, they start around 6 p.m. We usually don't start the talks until like 6.15. Um, we actually had a mentorship mixer last week 
Um, and that started a little early, which was a huge mistake. I will never do that again. Um, like the food was all, yeah, it was discombobulated. But <laughs> that so was, what was that? Uh, that was kind of talking about the importance of having a mentor, um, finding a mentor, finding a good fit, the different types of mentorship. Um, I think that was something that I didn't quite understand how valuable that was when I first started. Um, and then I had a mentor at Cover My Meds, Bradley Temple. He was actually the one who gave the talk. And he was more of like an advisor mentor for me. So when I needed guidance, I could kind of tell him like, hey, I don't know what to do. I'm in the situation. He'd be like, oh, hey, did you think about this? You're like, you know, here are a few options to think about. Um, so he did a talk themed around Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which was amazing. Um, breaking down the different characters as like the different types of mentors. Oh. Yeah. Well, that would be good. Yeah. I actually, we've been recording the last two sessions of Tech AI and putting them on YouTube. So that one's actually up now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. You're going to be a YouTube star because Darren puts this on YouTube too. Oh, no. <laughs> I always cut myself out of the videos. Oh, you won't be cut out of this. Oh, I know. Not at that's all. That's weird. Right, Darren? Yep. <laughs> He he puts it up there on YouTube. You're going to be a YouTube star. Oh, dear. No, dear. That's awesome. <laughs> Is it? Yes. <laughs> that's great. I like to hide. No, 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 no. Can't hide. Us women, we got to be out there front and center. So. I'm, I'm trying. Lacey at one point offered to like do the emceeing for the group for me. And I was like, no, I feel like I need to do this. That's right. <laughs> Go get them. So, okay. So um, we got to plug this one more time. Yes. It's uh, Columbus Techie Eye. We meet the last Thursday of every month, except November, December, because holidays. It's up on Meetup. Those damn holidays. Those damn holidays. Um, we also have a website, columbustechii.com. The, um, the Get Witted Conference, I think somebody's talking about emotional intelligence. I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Why? I should know these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your conference. Oh, God. I should really know. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Why can't I think about that? So, um, hmm. I'm trying to think who that is. I'm pretty sure I saw one on here for emotional. Well, Cassandra's speaking. Yeah. So I don't know which one she's doing, though. I can't remember. There's too many of them. Yeah. I've seen, I saw another one of her talks at Star Trek this last, this past year. Um, about like your health mm -hmm. such a good she's talk. done that one before it's yeah. such a good talk it's yeah. a very good talk yeah she's a good speaker absolutely yeah she's a good speaker um definitely found her niche so um okay so we have this on the 26th of this month yes at script drop mm -hmm. or drop script like i like to call it <laughs> we start at six o'clock do um just in case anybody's listening, do we have to know anything special about parking? Uh, just, it's got a lot in the back behind the building. Just park there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have, I have a ton of people. You. Okay. I have a ton <laughs> of people who will, who will ask me that. So, okay. So now back to script drop. Yes. So do you, on your team, do you do like workshops on emotional intelligence or so are you like... Hey, buddy, you're in the ego trap. So that's Get something I'm, I'm working on. Okay. I'd really like to, this is something that has come up a few times, like in larger discussions with the team, having some sort of training around emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking at bringing in more juniors sometime in the next couple months. And because of my like semi-education background, I'm like, we, we have to have like some sort of plan <laughs> for onboarding and ramping up because it would be really disingenuous if we didn't. Right. Um, we want to set them up to succeed. Like, that's what you should do. Right. Um, and part of the discussion was with the juniors who came in after me and kind of what they'd like to see and what they think would have, like, made them feel a little more comfortable starting out. And one of the things that came up a lot was just working on a team and not being an asshole. And, like, that falls into the whole emotional intelligence piece. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you train for that? Um so it's you a work have, in like, progress. You have a very marketable product here. Do you know that? I do. Do you like to talk? 
I'm, I'm working on it. Talking more. Okay. So <laughs> you don't like to get in front of people and talk. Yeah. I've been writing a little more lately, but I'm trying to get better at like talking. I'm, I'm going to make myself give a talk next year. I'm it's on the schedule. I'm going to do it. It's on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's right. Yeah. Cause you have a marketable product that HR people would love. Yeah. Because all of these things are things that, yeah, like when you go into a new, like me, I just started with a new team and because it's me, I didn't, I just was like, whatever. Right. Like either you like me or you don't. I don't normally I bribe with donuts or pizza or something. Yeah. Um, this particular company doesn't allow alcohol inside the building, but I normally beers a go to for me Mm -hmm. or a happy hour. Yeah. I'm all about the happy hours. So, um, yeah, I, I had imposter syndrome big time today and a little bit of anxiety to be honest with you. Cause they were doing end of reporting end of month reporting. I've only been there a week. So there was a lot of like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I felt it today, girl. You got, you got a marketable product here. Yeah. We've been working on, so we do emotional check-ins in the morning after like our standup. So would do the normal standup of what are you working on? Are you blocked? Do you need anything? And then after that, we all kind of check in emotionally. So like, are you okay? Do you, are you feeling all right? Is anything going on at home? Because that absolutely can impact oh, yeah. your work and how you interact with other people. Oh my God. That reminds me of that. The Facebook, Darren, have you ever seen those where the teachers stand outside the classroom and there's like a, three things on the wall oh, yeah, and they you can touch hit it, it yeah. you touch it and then that decides what you do going into the yeah, classroom. Yeah, they like high five or hug and yeah. Or do a dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a big thing in schools right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just started that and I think it's been going really well. We also have like a scheduled once a month lunch where we all eat lunch together and we play a game. So I went out. Like what kind of game? Like are you talking like... Like old school? So not old school. Um, I've got like a board game collection. So Like Clue? You doing Clue? No, like Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh my God, we're going, okay. Yeah, we haven't played that one. We did, we did play Ravine, which is a card game where like you crash landed on an island and you have to survive together. Yeah. Which is a really good like cooperative game to play. Yeah. We also played, um, I found this game called Totem and... I sought it out specifically for something for like team building that would be fun and like positive. Um, we definitely play games. We, I think we played code names where you're trying to like outdo the other team. So we try to vary it up. But the totem game, you go around and you get like so many cards with animals on them and a descriptor. And you find one that suits the person that is up. It's like their turn. And by the end, everyone has like their totem. And it's a really good game to play to kind of like focus on somebody's strengths and like really highlight that for that person. Because like sometimes you don't see the things that you're really good at. Right. So that was a really, that was really fun. And it was a nice way to kind of break up like a rough week. Yeah. Just to be like, Hey, we really like you because you're really persistent and that's awesome. And we recognize that about yourself. That's good. That's a good idea. I just like to have like a king of the mountain kind of game where yeah. you just like shove people down and really then. Yeah, <laughs> we have uh, we have another one we haven't played yet. It's called Unstable Unicorns. Unstable Unicorns. Yeah, you try to collect unicorns and then they're like an army. And yeah, I think the slogan is. Um, is that like really a game? It's really a game. Like, it's it's so funny. They have the art on the cards of different unicorns, and some of them have like chainsaws like duct taped. Oh to their horn yeah it's really the slogan something like um play with your friends collect unicorns unicorns are your friends now oh my god yeah it can get pretty brutal yeah it sounds like it yeah wow but i think that's like just playing games at lunch though i think it has made us all more comfortable with each other um something that has come up a couple times in my career, just in general, not feeling comfortable giving somebody feedback Mm -hmm. because you imagine the reaction they might have to the feedback you're giving them. And typically you're basing that off of like bad experiences you've had in the past. Correct. Other people. Um, And it's not really how that person is actually going to respond to that feedback. So having a team that understands each other a little more 
they're better about not misimagining a reaction someone might have to feedback. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, people don't handle feedback very well. Yeah. They take it personally. Yeah, we're trying to work on that. I know one of the things we have scheduled for a talk next year, so we're trying to vary things up, not just single talks, but to do panels as well. Um, so we're going to do a panel on feedback and like taking feedback and giving good critical feedback without attacking. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's all part of this emotional intelligence. Yeah. It's a very broad. Okay. So we're going to put you down for 2020 at uh, Columbus Get Witted <laughs> to speak and um, we'll get you a big room. Oh, no. <laughs> We'll break you of that anxiety. I used no to do theater, problem. but like, yeah, yeah the, you just the stage fright got really bad. Really? Yeah. You were in theater. I know. What shows did you do? This is so like. Oh my gosh. Um, I did The Foreigner, which was like, it's it's like a screwball comedy. Um, and then I did like Pirates of Penzance. Um, yeah. I can't remember what else we did. The Pajama Game, which is like a really old school musical. Oh God. Yeah. Hmm. And then you got stage fright? And then I got really bad stage fright. Really? Yeah. You did this in high school? Mm-hmm. And you got the stage fright in high school? No, the stage fright came in college when I was like, I'm going to be a music major. And then they were like, hey, guess what? You have to sing an aria in front of like 80 people. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> don't make me do it. <laughs> like, I think I'll go into IT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just hide behind the scenes. Really? But you did it all through high school. Yeah. And probably in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I grew out of it, I guess. Oh. Well, you got to get, you got to back into the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get back into the theater and, and then do a talk on emotional intelligence. Yeah. I know at the last Techie Eye, which was last Thursday, my instructor from We Can Code actually came and apparently was very shocked to see me speaking in front of a group of people. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. You're breaking out of your shell already. I'm trying. There you go. That's awesome. All right. So, Darren, how are we doing on time? I got to always ask about time. <laughs> what is this? Is this like... Oh, oh, really? Well, we're right on. <laughs> Damn. I'm good, right? I'm good. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do some plugging now. Um, September 26th, script drop. Come out to the Columbus Tech EI meetup. Is this on meetup? Yes, it is on meetup. So it is on the meetup mm -hmm. uh, app. Okay. So go out onto the meetup app. That's good because that's where a lot of people go. Yep. Um, so that's September 26th. We got lots going on. So September 30th is the Get With It conference. It's at the Ohio State Union all day. Um, of course, we'll be partying afterwards because us IT people like to party. Um, we have, um, Darren, when's this coming out? The 9th? So if anybody listens to this, then tomorrow, the next day, Tuesday, the 10th, there's a meetup um, here at ICC, which, by the way, is no longer ICC. Um, it's G2O. They rebranded from ICC to G2O. I can't tell you what it stands for because I don't work here. So <laughs> um, we're just recording here today. Um, that'll be on the third floor, 530 networking, 6 o'clock. Um, none other than Dan Greenleaf is going to be talking about engaging your stakeholders. So that's a meetup going on here. Um, tomorrow, you should go to the happy hour tomorrow. This is so like off topic. You should go to the happy hour tomorrow. Is that land grant? Forget what it. I can try. You should. It'll be a good time. <laughs> I like double booked myself for today. So clearly I'm very good at managing my schedule. <laughs> Um, I won't be there, but you should go. There's a <laughs> lot of people going to be there. My kids got a volleyball game. Um, all right. Let me think here. September 10th. So if you're listening to this on the 9th, it's tomorrow, the 10th. And then um, the 26th EI meetup. And then we have the Get With It conference. And um, I feel like there's other stuff, but I really, I feel like I can't think right at this particular. Oh, DevOps Days. 
Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Is the um, 17th and 18th, that Wednesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Warren. Um, He does DevOps days. Um, I'll be there. I'll be at DevOps days. Yeah, I have to learn about DevOps. It's a good thing to know about. Yeah. My roommate's in DevOps. Is he? Yeah. Is she? He? 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to be at least knowledgeable because that's what people are kind of moving towards. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. I think I nailed everything for September. I can't help what's happening in October yet. My brain's not that far ahead, but at least I got September. The ninth. Yeah. Okay. Right, Darren? Okay. Any other shout outs you want to give? I don't think so. Are you sure? Amanda yeah. Way, we will yes, take Amanda. pictures anytime now. Anytime we would like to see some pictures of a baby. We do. I s- didn't know she had the baby yet. I was like, damn. Yeah. I think I was I was doing the same thing. I'm like, has she had it? I haven't seen pictures. Right. <laughs> because she was eight months at GirlCon. GirlCon. Mm-hmm. Which was June. Yeah. So this baby should have come in July. Right? Yep. And it's now September 2nd. Third. 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 And we haven't seen any pictures. So I'm calling bullshit on that, Amanda. So we need pictures. All right. So you can reach out to, oh, God, you got to give your email. Oh, uh, it's izzy.elwyn, E-L-W-Y-N, at columbustechei.com. Okay. And that's I-Z-Z-Y. Yes. Okay. Not an I-E. I-Z-Z-Y. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, Darren. It's always a pleasure. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.